Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I am your host today. It's going to be a very exciting show. And as I always say at the top of every every show is thanks so much for spending some time with me because as we know all know that time is that one commodity that you just can't get back. So I want to acknowledge your time for spending a few minutes and carving a few minutes out of your busy day with me. So today we're talking about money. Yeah, money. That can that can conjure up all kinds of emotional reactions here. But today we're gonna we're gonna talk about is the success of a business linked to startup capital? So do businesses are businesses more successful if they happen to have some money in their pocket to begin with? Well, eighty two percent of businesses that fail do so because of cash flow problems. Approximately one-fourth of small businesses begin with no financing whatsoever. Kind of makes me wonder if that contributes to the 82% that are failing. Only 40% of small businesses are profitable. Now, that's, that's pretty sad, and it still makes me wonder if it's not all tied back to the fact that they don't have initial, they don't have money to begin with. Um, and a lot of the independent startups, when they get started, you know, they may think, oh, I can do it with $10. Actually, I just saw, read an article where somebody started a million-dollar business and all they had was $10 in their pocket. Folks, let me just give you a rude awakening For every story like that, there are tens of thousands of stories that prove just the opposite. So why would you want to gamble on hopefully you can be another one of those that make it on $10? When if you plan just a little bit and get a little bit of assistance, you could be successful. So when independent businesses start, a lot of times they, they get started because, one, they don't have the capital, and two, they don't know what all the moving pieces are. So the first couple of years are a um, it, it, – it's just a learning game for them. And why do I say that? I say that because I was one of those. I was one of those that spent tens of thousands of dollars trying to get a website on my own. And I'd find a website designer and they'd disappear. Yeah, I know some of you are shaking your head because you know that. Uh, I, I was looking at CRMs and tried all kinds. Some worked, some didn't work. But I spent a lot of money trying to find the right one. And I think that's why I absolutely love the franchise model because it can really reduce 
the amount of um, your learning curve. It can reduce the amount of your um, maybe testing process. Does this work? Doesn't this work? Somebody's already figured that out. So today I said we were going to talk about money and that's what we're going to do. Um, and all of this ties in together. So today's guest is John Graham and he is managing director of Pango Financial, which offers a full suite of innovative funding solutions, helping new and existing businesses the jumpstart that they need. So help me in welcoming John Graham to the show. John, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much, Linda. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Absolutely. So do you agree with me, John, that there are so many businesses out there struggling, and sometimes they don't need to. All they need to do is possibly get some direction from you when it comes to getting a business loan. That kind of scares some new business owners, doesn't it? It really, it really does. And um, I think... <laughs> You know, listening to the statistics and, and what you were saying at the beginning of the show here reminds me very much of something I was just telling some people here in the office the, the other day that um, have never owned a business, and I have. I've owned two different businesses in, in my life, and, and neither of them was a franchise. And what I really learned is something I've repeated often to people that have never owned a business, and that is that when it comes to money and owning a business and the cost of what you need in order to run your business, mm -hmm. uh, putting the word business in front of what you need, such as business phones, business yep. internet lines, business, it's like putting the word wedding in front of it. Everything <laughs> automatically is three times the price. And, and it, it, you know, you can, you can need a photographer. Oh, you need a wedding photographer. Well, that's three times more. You need a cake. You need a, oh, you need a wedding cake. That's three times more. A business is the exact same way. And nobody really realizes it until they yeah. own a business that, yeah. that everything costs, the cost for businesses is so much more. And it is a hard lesson that people learn when they start a business and that by learning this lesson it usually drains the funds that they had that they thought that they were going to have in reserve or the money that they thought they were going to be able to use towards marketing or that they thought they were going to use towards a sales staff or accounting staff or whatever it may be ends up getting drained by just getting up and running Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. And before you know it, they've run through all of the money that they thought was going to be able to get them started for the next two, three, five years. And they look around and the bank accounts drain down and they haven't even really barely opened the doors, right? Well, absolutely. And I think that's why franchises have such a much higher success rate than non-franchises because those lessons have already been learned by other people and by the franchises themselves. And you, you, they're much better at helping people be able to estimate exactly how much they're going to need in the market they're in to be able to be successful. 
Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And, and like I said earlier, I, that's why I really love it because it is, um, and, and I just really um, don't care for this term, but it does describe it a business in the box where you have everything in a box and you open it up and you have the CRM. You, you have, um, in many cases, you have approved vendors that the franchisor has already negotiated rates with. And you don't have to go through that as a brand new business. So, John, tell me a little bit about how Pango is helping clients today. Of course, let me just say to those that are listening to the recording, today is July the 16th, 2020, and I need to say no more. All I need to say is 2020, and everybody understands. So how are you guys helping uh, new and existing business owners to get through this time? Well, I mean, it's it's a great question because everything has changed this year. Um, it, it is um, a different time for starting a business. It's a different time for trying to help your business survive when there's not the cash flow that there would be in, in like there was just last year in normal times. Um, we are we are in a unique period of time in our in our culture that everything is so much more difficult. But the approach that Pango has always taken and will always take is a very consolidative approach, an educational approach towards, you know, getting to know the client by asking a lot of questions and finding out where they are and what they're trying to accomplish, where are they trying to get to, and then talking to them about the options that are available and really educating them on the pros and cons of each of the different options that are out there and and the cost of doing those and allowing the client to do what they're most comfortable with. We I honestly I, I don't care if a customer what product of ours that they buy. Um, and a lot of times I'm talking to customers about products that we don't even sell that that I would like them to look at to to be able to compare against what we have and allow them to make an educated, smart decision that they're going to have that buyer's remorse and that bad gut feeling over because they mm-hmm. felt like something was being pushed on them to do or to buy that they're not comfortable with. Because they, you know, we don't want customers hang, that hanging over their heads. And it doesn't do anybody any good because if that's always in the back of their mind that they may have made the wrong decision, that they did something that they weren't comfortable with, then it's going gonna, it's gonna to linger on them just like, just like any bad feeling. And, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, when you, when you get into business, it is full steam ahead and it's, um, it can be a 24-7 job that you need to concentrate on the task ahead of you, not regrets of what you did behind you. So we want to make sure that the customers are very, very comfortable with what they do, and we want them to come back to us for when they buy that Mm -hmm. second location or third location or whatever it may be or start something different over here or whatever it may be. So we we want to make sure that they're going to be successful and want to come back to us and, and do more. And that situation is usually very different than the first one. So we kind of go through Mm -hmm. that process all over Mm -hmm. again. Right, right, right. So I hear so much about the 
PPP, the PPE, the, I mean, you know, we got so many acronyms during 2020 that we'd never heard of before. How are how is um, Pango Financial helping their clients and assisting their clients in getting some of this um, this funding? And once they've received that, is that all there is? Uh, Again, another good question. Um, we have been working hard, and we had to shift gears very quickly and get up to speed on those type of programs very fast this spring. And um, we, unfortunately, were only able, when it came to those programs, help people in a four-state area because it was hard to find lenders out there that wanted to work with non, their non-customers. Mm. So, but we found one, but unfortunately it left us with limited space. And we did uh, over, we helped over 600 businesses in just a two month wow. period get oh, wow. the funding that they need in order to stay in business. And, and this wasn't a nine to five job for us. It was, it was in at the office at 7.30, 8 o'clock. And there were many a times that we were all here, full staff, till 10 o'clock at night, work, mm-hmm. working to help these customers. And uh, it, it, was, it was very challenging. But, but then, you know, this has dragged on longer than everybody first anticipated. I remember when we all thought that we were going to be locked down for 14 days, and then it became a yeah. month, and it came till summer. And then it became until there's a vaccine possibly and mm-hmm. and things open back up and they may shut back down. And who knows if there any more things are, from the government is going to come our way. It's not like the government's overflowing with a lot of money. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, what else is out there to help these people? Well, uh, we do have a program where people can actually tap into retirement funds that they have. Uh, whether it be like an old 401k from a previous employer, IRAs, uh, some a lot of types of IRAs are available, and uh, different re- types of t- retirement funds that they can actually roll over tax-deferred and penalty-free and invest it into their business. And it's, it's, it's pretty I don't know of any other – well, I only know of one other program, but this is the only program I know of where you are an actually not a passive investor, but an active active investor, active uh, employee of the company that allows you to be able to tap in those, those funds without having to pay taxes on it today and, or pay any type of penalty in order to be able to get to them to use them for something that will help your business grow maybe even help your family get through this time because of your salary through the business and so forth as well too. Any other way you do it, if you just withdraw the funds, you're you're going to pay. Right now the the uh, penalty is waived up to $100,000, but still you're going to pay the income tax. So mm-hmm. think about if you're in the somewhere in the low 30s income tax bracket, mm-hmm. you withdraw mm-hmm. $100,000, you're only walking wow. away with you know, high 60s, low 70s, wow. as far as thousands of dollars. And who's making out in that deal? The federal government mm-hmm. and your state mm-hmm. government, because you're mm-hmm. going to end up paying those taxes. Well, this is a way to, instead of paying out 30 or so thousand dollars in taxes, pay somebody 
a couple of thousand dollars, just a couple thousand dollars, in order to be able to access those funds and use them towards getting your business through these difficult times. And is that referred to as a ROBS? Is that what you're describing? It is a ROBS plan, which is an acronym for Rollover of Business Startups. But the name is not accurate because it does not have to be for startups. It can be for existing businesses as well, too. Okay. Okay. Very good. So it sounds like this might be a really good thing for somebody to look at if they have possibly been laid off. Um, during this pandemic, and but they've been with the company a long time. I mean, we we see it all the time. Um, we've seen here in the Houston area, we've seen a lot of the energy companies, the oil and gas companies, have huge layoffs because of not the pandemic necessarily, but because of the the cost of oil per gallon has gone down so much. So there's not a lot of drilling. There's a, not a lot of production going on. No production going on, you don't need the employees. So it sounds like a really good program that someone that maybe they're tired of that roller coaster because so many industries have that roller coaster, don't they? They do. And and it's amazing. Some of the most successful companies that we get uh, people who just say, I've had enough. I, I, I got laid off. And I worked for X company or Y company. I mean, companies that you, you, I guarantee you have their product in your refrigerator. You have their mm-hmm. products in your house. They're a big, successful company. But, you know, certain times companies will go through layoffs, even in the best of times. And these people say, I've had enough. I, I have busted my back end long mm-hmm. enough. To make somebody else, the stockholders of another comp- of the stockholders of this company, money, and I'm right. tired of doing it for somebody else. It's time I do it for me, and this yeah. is a great way for them to be able to do it. And the, the yeah. really cool thing about this is, if you have credit problems, no big deal. You ha- you have issues around uh, a past bankruptcy, no problem. You have credit card debts, you have too many inquiries, whatever it may be. It doesn't matter because it's your money. You're not borrowing somebody else's money. It is mm. the least expensive type of money there is out there in order to start or fund a business. It is much less expensive money than even cash is. Mm. So it is a great way for be, people to be able to tap into their own funds and use them towards, you know, setting out on their own and doing their own thing and for them and their family to have a better quality of life and feel mm-hmm. more secure as well, too. Right, right. Now, you know, I'm I'm thinking about this as you're talking here, John, and um, for those people, and I, I was in, in corporate America for 30 plus years, and we went through, we would go through, I was in the banking industry, and we would go through those layoffs, the rounds of layoffs, whenever there was a merger or an acquisition or whatever the situation was. And sometimes, I don't know whether I felt so lucky being the one that they kept, because they reduce all of the jobs and you end up getting all the work. So with that, for that person that is still hanging on, they can still use that ROBS, can't they? They could still purchase a business um, reinvesting their 401k, can't they? 
So if you are still in your job, and that's the job where your retirement funds are currently sitting, about half the companies out there allow you to do what's called an in-service distribution, which basically means I'm going to stay in my job, but I want to roll my qualified retirement funds out of the plan for that company and roll it into another qualified retirement plan. And if they allow an in-service distribution, it's a great way for somebody Mm -hmm. to either enhance life by doing something as on the side or as a way to get something going so if they get the tap on the shoulder that says pack it up you're you're out of here they already have something going or as a way to be able to get something building so they can turn around and tap their boss on the shoulder and say nice seeing you i'm out of here that's you know, right. so that, um, right. we, we see people do that all the time. It's called an in-service distribution. Now, the one thing I will tell people is don't call your HR department and ask if you're allowed to do an in-service distribution. HR almost always gets the answer wrong. They're, they have an automatic answer of no, we don't allow you. To, you can you can borrow up to $50,000 or 50% of your vested amount, that, and that's kind of their standard answer. Call the administrator of the plan call Vanguard Fidelity or whoever the plan is with and give them your plan number and ask them if they're allowed. In addition to that, you probably also don't want to tip off HR that you're thinking about starting (laughs) something on the side and leaving. So um, that's that's usually why I would tell people don't call HR. Yeah, yeah. Very, very good advice there. Uh, John, we're coming up to a commercial break here and you've given us such great information here. um, And I'm certainly going to ask if we I, I can bring you back on the show at a later date because we haven't even begun to cover um, as, as much as our listeners need to know. But when we come back from commercial break, do you happen to have some stories that you could share with our listeners that might be um, one of your clients that you've worked with and helped through some of the some navigating through some of these very complex situations for the average layperson? I would be happy to share some stories with them. Absolutely. Great. Great. Well, folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll hear more from John Graham with Pango Financial. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with a BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898, or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. All Things Franchising is the radio show that you've been waiting for. Whether you're looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle by growing your business, allowing you to experience some of the fun things in life, or if you are looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, Linda Biestetos is your host on All Things Franchising where she interviews franchise experts from around the world. We feature top franchisers, franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, as well as others who support this fast-growing business model. Go to our Facebook and Twitter pages to listen to past shows and join the conversations on all things franchising.
Tune in at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. We're here today and we're talking about money with John Graham from Pango Financial. So John, you, you, when we broke for commercial break, you said that you could possibly share some stories with us. Yeah, just a couple um, quick stories about folks that we've been able to help. Um, one was, you know, during this period of time that we're going through, just, just in the last about a month and a half, we had a local business owner to us here who is owns a restaurant, kind of a, a bit of a higher-end Italian restaurant that's been in business just a couple of years and was doing pretty good. They're still, still kind of early on growing the reputation in the community. But this guy had dumped his uh, life savings into this restaurant. And um, he you know, was applying for the PPP loan and uh, you know, I was. We were kind of going through that process with him and gathering all to get together all his documents, and finally we got everything calculated up for him and was ready to submit it to the lender. And he looked at that number and said, "That's not going to do it. I'm not mm-hmm. going to with that amount of money and the, what we're going through right now. I, I'm not going to be able to keep the doors open. I I might as well not even take it and just close the doors." And I said wow. to him. I asked the very simple question, do you have retirement funds? And he's like, yeah. Of course, he didn't know in, a, in a, an Italian accent, which I won't attempt. But um, <laughs> he he said, yes, he did. Why? And I said, are you aware that there's a way that you can use those retirement funds towards your business and helping your business through this difficult time? And he's like, no, you can't do that. It, you, you, you end up having to pay the tax and the penalty. And mm-hmm. I said, normally you would. He said, I've asked my CPA about this. I'm like, look, there's a plan out there that can do it. And I'm, I'd be happy to talk to your CPA, send him over the IRS documents on this, send him over information, and talk to him about it. So we ended up having a, uh, a meeting with his CPA and him and walked him through exactly how – our Rob's plan works, and our Rob's plan we call the Dream Spark plan. And uh, we walked them through the Dream Spark plan and all the things that needed to be in place to make this happen. And the guy could not have been any happier. It saved his business. It saved wow. it saved his employees. I mean, the number of lives that that were affected just by this one guy. And of course, if you think about it down the line, between the suppliers for the restaurant and the place where he plays pays rent and mm-hmm. so forth for the rest, you know, it, it saves a lot. And it was it was an opportunity that to to keep things going where. He didn't lose all this time and money and and then have to try to find a new job in order mm-hmm. to get by. But it got right. him – it's getting him through and hopefully will get him through all of this to back to normal for when it eventually happens. That's so, amazing. Um, that, so, John, this is know, a perfect this, this, example of how I, I'm always telling people, talk to an expert. Talk to several experts. 
because no one person has all the answers. And if you're making a decision as life-changing as starting a business, you really need to talk to a lot of people. CPAs are very good at what they do, but they don't necessarily know about all the programs that are out there. So I'm sure that that connection, the CPA's connection with you could benefit other customers that he deals with as well. Yeah, I I would hope so. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that the the CPA even looked at me and said, is this something new? When when were you able to start doing this? And I said, 1974. And he's like, what? 74? I was like, yeah, this program has been around since 1974. It's one of the best kept secrets out there because it's it's a way for people to be able to use their own money that otherwise they can't use any other way without having to pay the taxes or and if they're under 59 and a half, the 10 percent penalty as well towards uh, enhancing their lives and making their life better and being Mm. able to do it today. Now, just to ask you a quick question about the ROBS, um, is there um, a fee that's involved in you guys handling that ROBS? How does that work? Yeah, there, there, there are a couple fees that are associated with doing it. There is a setup fee, and then there's an ongoing compliance fee as well, too, because it is a new retirement plan. The, the way it is set up, it is a new retirement plan for a new company. And with any retirement plan, there is compliance work that's required. So the setup fee, our setup fee is just under $4,000 for most people. It's mm-hmm. $39.95, $3,995. And for that money, we set up your corporation for the customer. We get their EIN. We set up their retirement plan. We provide them their bylaws and the documents they'll need in order to open a corporate bank account. We um, provide a year registered agent services to them for free. We uh, work with them on rolling their funds over. We have an initial business valuation done to determine the value of the shares of stock. And then we issue the shares of stock. So you get all that for $39.95 most of the time. The Mm -hmm. exception to that rule is we do have one discount program out there available. And we call that our Heroes Assistance Program. And the Heroes Assistance Program is available to um, veterans and to first responders. So if you are a veteran or a first responder, you get a 20% discount off of that setup fee, which brings that setup fee from $39.95 down to $31.95. And um, unfortunately, we will need proof of that because we're not going to just be giving out this discount to anybody. We, um, all the employees that we have here in the company, um, every single person in our company has either served or had a direct family member serve in our, in our military. So mm. it's a, a discount program that we're very proud of and want to honor those brave men and women by giving them that discount, including, including first responders as well, too. The yeah. other fee, that compliance fee, it's actually a, uh, an annual fee that we split into 12 monthly payments. So it's an annual fee of $1,320. So monthly, that's $110 a month. And that is to make sure that your plan stays compliant with the IRS, the Department of Labor, and the ERISA roles. So mm-hmm. we charge thirty nine ninety five 
3195 if you're a veteran or first responder, and then $110 a month. And then there is one small outside fee that most people don't know about. And I like, I like full disclosure. I don't like people coming back and saying, well, John, you didn't tell me this, you didn't tell me that. So I love full disclosure and making sure everybody's aware of every single little cost, no matter how big or how small. And that is all corporate retirement plans are required to be insured, similar to how banks FDIC insured, retirement mm-hmm. plans need to be too. Uh, they need to obtain a security bond in order to a surety bond in order to ensure their plan and typically those run about $150 a year so mm-hmm. it's a very very small fee but a very important fee to stay compliant sure absolutely absolutely now do you have another story that you can share with us well ironically since i mentioned the um the discount we have for veterans and first responders it was actually a story of a police officer in texas who had um he had been shot been injured and uh was about to he was a fairly young guy but he had had enough and um he was ready to step away and start something new because his uh his wife didn't care much for his career and he was uh, uh, ready to have a family and didn't want to continue in that career any further. So um, working with a franchise consultant, identifying the right opportunity for him, which was a, um, a, a I believe it was, if I remember correctly, it was a um, uh, air conditioning, heating and air conditioning company. Mm-hmm. And we found him a great package. We put together a great package for him where he could actually roll over and use those retirement funds and with a combination of an SBA loan in order to be able to have the the money to pay the franchise fee, the startup costs, and the working capital he was going to need in order to be able to get out of that career into a much safer, better career for he and his family. Mm-hmm. And wow. um, it was um, – I was very, very happy to help him out. And and I'll tell you, that's one of the the great joys of my job is seeing people, you know, be able to make these moves and get into their dreams of of business ownership and and how excited they are and and ready they are for that change of life situation. And being an intricate part of making that happen is, is Best part of my job, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Best part. Mm-hmm. At the at the end of the day, you feel that you've made a difference, and that's so important. It really, it really is. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John, we've got the final three questions, but um, before we go into that, if somebody's listening right now and thinking, I think this guy could probably help me with my making my American dream come true here, how would they get in touch with you or how would they find out more information about Pango Financial? Yeah, they can go to our website, which is pangofinancial.com. Pango is spelled P-A-N-G-O, so pangofinancial.com. Uh, or they could just give us a call at 855-Y-Pango. So it's uh, spelled out uh, Y-Pango, which is 949-855-949-7264. And we'd be happy to talk to them and help uh, uh find out what, what they're, where they are, where they're trying to get to, and kind of take them through that process and make sure that they're comfortable with uh, what they have and, and get things started on the, the road to business ownership for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And, folks, if you're 
thinking about whether it's a franchise or starting your own business, don't make that decision without first talking to a lender like John that has all of this experience in helping other small businesses. There may be an opportunity out there that you don't even know exists, so be sure to contact them. So we're at our, our final three questions here. The first one is, if there's somebody listening who's considering considering purchasing a franchise or starting their own business, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for this process? Well, I would say I, I liked your piece of advice that you gave earlier, and that is talk to many, many, many people. Talk to, if you have a franchise in mind, talk to the owners of those franchises. Talk to franchise consultants because there may be new up-and-coming brands that may compete against a brand that you're much more aware of that may be a lot less expensive and mm-hmm. and simpler to get into and have a it may have a better business model and may be that next great brand you to get into so um, I would say you know talk talk to somebody like me about the money talk to somebody like Linda uh, or other franchise consultants about what's out there what's available what don't I know about what haven't I heard about yet that you have because you know we hear about it a little sooner than most people do so you know talk to talk to people like us and find out what all is out there and then the other piece of advice that I give everybody who is starting a business get a good CPA The good Mm -hmm. CPA can make a world of difference. Making Mm -hmm. money is hard. Keeping it is harder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very good advice there. The next question is, you've seen a lot of business owners, whether they're franchisees or whether they are independent. What are two traits that makes them successful? Uh, Passion for what they're doing and the ability to – I actually make it – uh, three traits. I'm going to say passion mm-hmm. for what they're doing. They love they love what they do. Um, they're they're not afraid to seek help. Would be the second one mm-hmm. in areas that they need it. Don't think you know it all. Get get advice. Get help. And know know you know know when to raise your hand and say I, I need an expert. Somebody who's a real expert in this area. And and the third is. Um, I can't remember what my third one was. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it was good. <laughs> oh, it was actually, it was the best one yet. So <laughs> maybe I'll well, circle back you, around on it when, uh, when I on the next question. <laughs> that's what I was just going to say. You can share that on the next time you're on the show. <laughs> uh, so the final question here is. What does the future of franchising look like? I know that you you deal with a lot of franchises. You're familiar with a lot of the concepts and the brands out there. Um, what do you see the future of that looking like? Yeah, I, I say that franchising, the, the world of franchising is very, and the future of franchising is very bright. Um, there's a lot of opportunity out there, and it's not just the McDonald's or the Subways or, or the, the 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 franchises like that that most people are familiar with. There's a lot of there's tens of thousands. I don't know how many franchise brands there are out there of okay. of business models that if if you put yourself wholeheartedly into it, find something that you're passionate about. 
Um, put yourself into the situation wholeheartedly and follow the model to a T, you're, you're almost guaranteed success. So, um, you know, I, it, it's, I, I, I would never start a business again that wasn't a franchise. I, I've, done, I've done it twice uh, in, in, um, in the industry and will never, will never do it again. If I ever start a business again on my own, it will be a franchise simply because I'd, I'd rather have learned from somebody else's mistakes than making my own mistakes and have to learn from them. But um, the, the franchise franchises are going to survive through days like this much better than, unfortunately, some of the mom-and-pop businesses that are out there. So if, if you're considering business ownership, um, I – I would say first and foremost, you know, exhaust every opportunity through the idea of a franchise. And if there's something you're passionate about, see if there's already a franchise out there. Right. If you think that you're going to start something new, somebody may have already had that idea before you, and it may be a franchise that's huge in one part of the country and is growing and, and, and very prosperous that you can basically take what they have, their model, and make it successful where you are. Just because you don't see it around you today doesn't mean it's not already out there. Great, great advice there, John. Well, we're down to the end of the show here. One more time, if somebody's listening and they would like to talk to someone with Panko Financial or find out more about what you have to offer, how would they go about doing that? They can go to our website at pangofinancial.com, P-A-N-G-O, financial.com, or they can call us uh, at 855-Y-Pango, W-H-Y-P-A-N-G-O, and a number of us are here to take your call and be happy to talk to you about your situation and what you're trying to achieve and lay out the options that are available to you for you to be able to achieve your, your dreams. Wonderful. John, thanks again for being on the show. And maybe in about six months, we'll circle back around, see if the dust has settled and uh, get you to come back on the show again. It was my pleasure. And I look forward to the opportunity coming back again. Thank you so much. Wonderful. You are welcome. So folks, you, you heard John say that, you know, money's a big deal and it's not that scary. It may be easier than what you think. And there, you may have uh, avenues that you can take that you don't even know about. There again, talking to an expert, talking to someone that stays on top of the latest and greatest. Or they'd stay in t- uh, they, they know what is the best set, kept secret, as John referred to it, the best kept secret in the business world. So talk to several people. Uh, uh, when you start um, considering being into a business. So here's my quote for the day. You know, I always leave you with one. Uh, Capital is the lifeblood of a startup. And if you don't have the right amount at the right time, you're done before you've even gotten started. That quote is by John Hall, who is an entrepreneur. So, folks, thanks for joining me today on All Things Franchising, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. 
Thank you for joining us today. And be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.